This is the I Love Success Podcast. I'm Peter Jumrukovsky, and I have made a vow to myself to help as many people as possible to achieve their dreams. Let's get started. When I look at my life and uh, how I grew up, uh, most people know me, and I've, I've told this to, to some of you, but I was, uh, my parents, immigrated to Sweden. Um, I grew up from, in a family. We lived in an apartment. I, I was a very short kid. Uh, and uh, that was great when you were small because you were fast and stuff. But once you start hitting puberty, being, being short and chubby was not always the, the best kind of com- combination. Um, and I vividly remember I was in Macedonia, where I'm originally from. And I was sitting in my, my grandfather's lap and he was like feeling my, my belly. And he was like, you're so fat or something like that, he said. And I know he didn't mean anything bad. He loved me, I love him. But that really hit hard with me. Uh, so after that, I, I started, started training a lot and uh, I stopped eating. Uh, they even called my parents and asked if I didn't got any food at home. Uh, so I, I started counting calories and things like that. And I think I was like 11 or 12. And it was not a good thing. Uh, very bad relationships with, with food. Uh, but anyways, then I got into, you know, I grew a little bit older and started to, you know, um, understand that you can, you can eat well and, and, and train and, and be healthy. You don't have to, you know, have that relationship with food. Um, being short... And shabby was one thing, but we, being short and skinny wasn't really better. Um, so, especially when you wanted to, you know, attract girls and, and, and you know, friends and stuff like that. So, those, those were moments that I learned to work on my personality a lot. Uh, to learn how to, you know, speak with other people and uh, to learn to, to make people feel good. And in, uh, I, I would say for probably from... 15 to 25, I would mold very easily uh, into the group I was in because I had this need to be liked. Uh, I don't know if you ever felt that. I had this need to be liked. I had this need to be loved. And uh, I've noticed that uh, for people who don't know, I, I'm, I'm doing a podcast and I've interviewed some, some people that have come very far in their field, in real estate, sports, martial arts, things like that. And it's crazy uh, when you see that people will do, will do almost anything just to be loved. They will sacrifice their whole fucking life to become a, an Olympic medalist so they can get the approval of their father, their mother, their friends. And then they realize that when, once you get there, it, it doesn't really matter that approval anymore. And then you still have to do the work. And, uh, with that said, I'm not saying that don't go after your dreams and goals, but the approach and, and why you're doing it, I think, should not be to get the approval of somebody else. Because you gotta, once you get there, you still have to do the work. Uh, and I think all of us probably see that. And you, if you look at many successful people in our industry, they also become very successful working hard to get the approval, and then you still have to do the work. Um, so those are just a couple of stories. And uh, when I look at my life and ask myself, who would I be without failure? Uh, 
I think I would still be that, you know, person that was looking for other people's approval. Uh, that person that did, did things and trying to accomplish things just to get, you know, to be popular or be liked. Uh, but because of, of the pain that I felt in my life, I've been able to, you know, combat and challenge these things. And uh, I encourage you, uh, when you have a moment in your life, to, to ask yourself this question, who would you be without failure? And also to challenge, challenge yourself and challenge those, those questions. Um, and we're going to talk more about, you know, being happy and being successful and, and what that means, because I'm very passionate about that subject. Uh, because I, I, I see so many people that are successful but not happy. So I, I'm, I'm trying to find out, you know, what, what's the path uh, for that. And as I'm exploring that, I'm, I'm trying to meet with, with other people that are very good at that. Uh, so we can share that with other others. So this is going to sting a little bit. So the first, before we go into the system that I, I'm been using for a little bit now, and I think it will be helpful for some of you, is some of the reason why we don't get what we want. And I want to I talk about that because there's so many people that go through life and wonder why they don't get what they want. And uh, I think that's sad, especially we're here, we're very well supported. Uh, we, most of us, you know, can pay our bills uh, and uh, we're healthy. So there's no reason why we shouldn't be able to get what we want. So, as I told you, this is based on my research uh, over the years. Uh, and for people who know me, I've been doing martial arts since I was six. So, you get to meet, in martial arts, you get to meet a lot of interesting people. Uh, uh, and there's, there's a spiritual aspect to it as well. So, you get to talk to many people that have challenging self and are in many different ways. And you learn a lot from that. I, took it to the next level by deciding to start a podcast and interview people to ask them these questions, to learn and, and to share, share with others. Um, and it's interesting that there's, there's a team. There's a team. A lot of people experience the same thing. And I think that's something that we, we sometimes forget. When we have a problem, we think we're the only one that has that problem. And it hurts so much uh, because we're living in here and once we look up and talk about it with somebody else, like, oh, I felt the same way. Uh, and once we have the courage to, to be vulnerable, uh, it helps us so much. So I think one thing, and this is something that we're going to use today. The reason why I think most people don't get what they want is because they, they don't really know what the exact make, next step is. Either you're thinking too big, like, hey, I want to become a billionaire, or I want to become a world medalist, or I want to uh, do a tube, or I want to travel to 100 countries. And then uh, we have this joke, joke in, my, in my city where there was one of our friends. He was going to, to the local shop to buy a, a fitness magazine. And they said, we're out. OK, I'll just have a bag of chips and a Coca-Cola. <laughs> and that we're always joking with him. But it's, it's kind of the next step sometimes. When we don't know what to do, we get back to our old habits. So 
in my experience, most people think either they have this massive goal and it just gets too daunting, or they overanalyze the next step. Like for people that uh, I've uh, written, written a book, and most people, a lot of people ask me, like, how do you write a book? How do you? Yeah, you just write like two pages a day, or two and a half pages a day. Oh, but what if it, it isn't good? And what if that sentence is not correct? And you start questioning yourself, and I don't know if you're in this mode sometimes in your life, and you're trying to get all the answers instead of being in action, and you end up not doing that next step. So, with what we're trying to accomplish today is just to, to, to be able to know what the exact next step is. And even when we don't know, have something that is called faith, right? That if I do, the, do something today, something will help me tomorrow to get a little bit closer to what I want without questioning too much. Uh, and faith can be many things. Uh, and if you're coming from a sports background uh, like me, you can train as hard as you want, but you can never guarantee that you're going to win that competition. There's so if you're maybe if you're Usain Bolt and you're like a set, you run a second faster than anybody else, you can kind of predict it. But in a sport like karate, it's it's so small details. Sometimes even the the number like if you go to let's say a world championship, there's like 70 or 80 people in your category in your weight class. Out of them, there's probably 15 people who has at some point taken a medal at a either, you know, a European or World Championship. So there's, and after every round, you lose, uh, the half goes out. It's like that type of system. So if you lose, you're out. Uh, so that means that you're going to be fighting somebody who has medaled, maybe in the first round, definitely probably in the second or third round. It's very hard to predict. Uh, so when you go back to train, if you have that in your mind all the time, you're going to have so much analysis paralysis, right? Because you're up against all those people. And I think this is very relatable to what we are doing, going on listing appointments and meeting with buyers, because we're, we're in a pool of very successful people. So that sooner or later, you're going to be competing against somebody that's really good. And if that gets in your, into your head, you get, you stop doing things. So, this is one of the main things, and we're going to talk more about that and how we can combat that. The second thing, and this is something that makes me very, very sad, uh, and this is so normal, that people stop showing up for themselves. And what's even worse is that I, you, you can probably, we can all relate to this, and we give ourselves our own excuses to why we should stop, right? I'm not saying if it's wrong, of course you're gonna stop, but a lot of times we're like, Does, this doesn't work. You, you tell yourself, right, this doesn't work. Or no, I don't wanna do this anymore. Or this, uh, I'm not getting any results going to the gym. I'm not getting any results door knocking, whatever it might be, you know. And this is the only thing this is, is you giving yourself an excuse to stop with something that's important to you. That, that's the one and only thing. And how do we combat that? That's something we, obviously that's something very difficult, but 
I think it also com comes down to fate, and uh, it also comes down to being a person that is doing the things you said you're going to do long after the excitement of that commitment is gone. Because we're, we're all very excited in January. Oh, I'm going to sell real estate for this amount of money. I'm going to travel to this place. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. And then reality hits and you have three canceled escrows and you, your friends in town. So you get drunk and then uh, you're like, oh, nah, this, is, this, was not, this was not a good idea. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to change what I set out to do, right? Change it if it's for something better, but I think a lot of times we're giving ourselves the excuse. Uh, and the only person that is hurting from that is ourselves, because what, what, what happens with us when we constantly give ourselves an out? We stop trying, right? Or we say, it's okay, it's okay. If I set this goal, it's okay if I, if I, if I don't reach it. We hear it all the time, yeah, set a high goal, and then if you don't reach it, it's okay, because you're, you, you came so far, and I, that's, that's okay to have that conversation after, but not, not when you're in it. Like, you can't say, we're gonna climb to Mount Everest, and then, but it's okay if we don't. Like, it's, it's okay if we just hang on the cliff and die. Uh, you, you, can, you can change that if everything changes, the weather changes, you have to make a decision, don't be stupid. But I think sometimes we're just, we're not showing up for ourselves long enough, and uh, that's sad. And we're expecting results too soon uh, because we might compare ourselves to other people. I'm sure you all, you all do that all the time. Uh, and uh, I think that's good in some way to compare ourselves to others. But I think it's also important to know that we're all unique. We all have different stories and we, we all have different skill sets. And, we are, we're all in different time zones, so to speak. We all mature in different ways. Uh, but what we can control is showing up for ourselves. That is something that we can all control and make a conscious decision to do. A lot of people are actually afraid of change. I don't know if you are. Like if you. To, to become the person that is achieving the things that you want, it's pretty hard, right? You gotta shed that skin and you, you have to evolve and you, you, you're gonna, maybe you're gonna change how you think about important things like your mom and dad told you was correct. Or uh, for example, for me, I realized like moving to another country was a very big change for me, you know, I'm very close to my family and uh, it was very, very scary and it still is very scary, you know, uh, to, to be in a different place and to be, be by yourself and uh, understand and, and, and being in that room with your, I don't know if you've been too long with yourself, but you, you get, either you get crazy or you start like finding out some truths about yourself. Uh, and. I think this is also one of the most important things that I, I think you should consider in, in your own life. If you have goals that are, you know, big and you, you realize that you have to become another person or grow as a person, that I think that's the hardest part. Because 
for example, a lot of people want a great partner in their life. And they, they start making a list of everything that they want with that partner. And then, then you, you got to ask yourself the question, am I the person who can attract that, that person, right? Or they're so in, in, our, in our job, like everybody wants a listing, right? Or anybody wants open an escrow, but are you that person? And that's, that's the hard question. And are you willing to do all the things we discussed in order to, you know, change? Uh, and I think we're always changing. And if we're not changing, we're gonna eventually die, right? It's, in a way, it's grow or die. It doesn't have to be anything negative. Uh, it could be something exciting and uh, becoming a, a better version of yourself. I think one, one of the hardest things for me and uh, that I've realized in my life is I've changed a lot uh, in the last five years of being here. And uh, you notice that more and very easily if, if you're not from LA and you go and meet your family, you haven't seen them for a while, and you meet your old friends, and then you realize some things have changed with you, not hopefully not to the worse. It's, you, can, you can also change for the worse, but you still have that core, the core values of who you are. Uh, and I, I've seen that as well with a lot of people coming from, from especially Sweden. People, you can change, but a lot of people also change to the worse because you, you don't have the, the best role models around you. And that, that also comes back to the core values. Uh, and. Uh, Always, always remember your core values. Um, that's what I'm trying to do. So uh, what's the solution? I'm curious to hear like, what your thoughts are before we move, move forward. What, what do you guys think is the solution to combat? Do you relate to, all, to those three things? And is there a solution that you have come up with that you would like to share with us today? Yeah, I think uh, making your goals public or having accountability partners is big for one of the things you mentioned because if you just keep it to yourself, it's very easy to drop a goal. Versus, like, if you tell your family or friends, like, I'm going to lose 10 pounds in the next three months or post it on Facebook or something, like, I'm starting this journey. Awesome. Yeah, that's, that's cool. I think, I think some people really like that. I'm the opposite. I don't like sharing my goals with other people. Uh, only some very close people, uh, because it's for me, I, I just like to do the work. Uh, and, and it might be a fear, I've been thinking a lot about this, it might be a fear that I have uh, of you know, sharing things. I've had problems with that in my life, so it might be that. Uh, but uh, I, yeah, yeah, well, yeah, a lot of what you're talking about sort of reminded me a little bit of the, the forest metaphor. Have you heard that? Sort of like um, if I ask you, you know, can you see the path to the other side of the forest or through the forest, right? You'd say no. Because you're standing there and there's trees and you have no idea how to get through the forest. But the idea is you just take one step. Because you can always see your next step, right? You walk around the tree, one step at a time. And then eventually you get through the forest. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, thanks. Yeah, I mean, the first part of what Pearson said, having a, an accountability partner. Uh, so I, I, I always use the, the gym analogy, like when I have a trainer or I have a, a workout partner that I know is expecting me to be there. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm somewhat in agreement with you regarding the goals. In fact, I, I was sharing them 
you know, sharing it with people who are, you know, who love me and who are positive. Because oftentimes, you know, not everybody has my best intentions or I don't want to hear someone say you can't do that. And sometimes when you publicly do that, that, that happens. Um, the other thing that I put here was, um, sorry. Um, you said, you know, going back to bad habits, you know, for me a lot of it's just the, the awareness, right, of, you know, it's that success group and being, you know, aware of, like, the decision, each decision that I make constantly. That's it. It's like you can't share big goals with small-minded people. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I like the idea of, uh, I have a tendency to write down, on list of goals because I get creative and go, oh, I want to do this, I want to do this, but if I simplify it and focus on like one or two things and do them really well, this is like top priority, and I just pour a lot of energy to that, I just I incrementally get things done better as opposed to getting overwhelmed with like just a small list. No, I agree with you, and I think when it comes to goals, like it's it's so difficult because we're like oh you you should have a balance of in your whole life you should know how your business your life your like when you start thinking about that you get you almost get crazy right uh, but you got to start with something and then you add on and 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 then you find like a routine that work that works for you and and life is season sometimes we focus maybe a little bit more on the career and then we focus on somebody else and something else and it it kind of you know it adds on and you you, we can do all of that, but sometimes it gets too much pressure when we try to try to do all at once. Um, one of the things is I've broken so many promises to myself, like millions, like so many. I mean, I'm sure everyone has. Like, I'm gonna do it, and I don't. You know, I mean, how many countless times? And so, like, I've wrestled with this a lot in my life, like a lot. You know, so much so where I just, like just stop writing goals because I just wasn't like. You know what I mean? Um, so one of the things that I have now started realizing is just writing out the goal or saying goal is not enough. You know, so I have to repeat it to myself a lot of times. And so there's uh, lots of, so I will write it maybe multiple times. I'll write it every morning. I will put it into a visualization. I'll see myself doing it once I door knocking. You know, door knocking. I'm a big block with that. You know, and being successful door knocking. So then instead of like, I'm going to get one several lead today, it was, I'm going to have, I'm going to enjoy my day door knocking. You know, so I set a small goal for myself. I'm going to, I'm going to door knock for at least 30 minutes today and I'm going to have fun. And that's it. That's my goal. Like, right? Wasn't to achieve it. It was just to do the thing and to have a, have a self-gratifying moment for it and say, I did that, you know? So visualization and just repeating the goal to yourself, just however many times you need to, until you do it, you know? And sometimes it's like, I didn't get it today. Okay, well, I'm gonna do it tomorrow then. I got it the next day, I visualize myself doing it. I write down the journal, do it again. And then I didn't do it. Okay, so then I get the night before I go to bed, I'm gonna do it tomorrow. And I write in my journal the next day, visualize it again. I just keep just hammering myself that way. And instead of, like, when I don't do it in a day, I'm not giving up. That's the thing. Because even though I didn't, even though I was, yesterday was a failure, today doesn't happen. No, that's great. Thank you for sharing that. And, and one thing that I, so I don't forget to say this, remember this, you are not your performance. I want to say this again, you are not your performance. Most of us believe that we are our performance. And I, I believe me, I've done that route. The first time I became a, a junior national champion, I won 
by walkover, so because the other guy was disqualified, so I do, didn't do anything, and I became I came to the semifinal and become and I won. So in my mind, at that point, my my mind was so limited that I was not my performance. I was not worthy of becoming a national champion. So for a full year, the only thing I thought about, I need to defend this title. I need to defend this title. And I did perform. I did defend the title, but I was not happy. I was not happy. So you can do the wrong thing and become very successful, but that's called performance. In my mind, it's not called success. Success and performance in my mind is very different. But there's also another way that I've, I've, I've seen the later years of my career, when I performed even better, I, I, I was relaxed. I was okay with not winning. And doesn't mean that I was, didn't go for it. It just meant that I knew I'm not a shitty person. I'm not worthless if I lose. And I know you guys are smiling because you felt the same way at some times in your life. Uh, and it's just a reminder, like we're already, already worthy, it doesn't matter. So yeah, and I think, I think this is probably also one of the solutions that never give up on yourself and like be lovingly just like that old guy, like say, I love you, I love you forever. Like start, start you know, working on that self-love and, and knowing that you're okay. And, and uh, also if you've broken a lot of promises to yourself, so you gotta draw, what, what's the word? Draw a line in the sand and say no more. Like now, I'm gonna I'm gonna show up for myself, and, and I'm I'm not gonna break promises to myself. And for me, that has been that is part of what my core values because I'm a martial artist. So uh, a lot of people ask, oh, what belt do you have? Like for me, when I when I wake up, like if I have a black belt, I need to show up in life as a black belt, and uh, that means you know treating people well. Uh, taking care of the promise that you have said and things like that, because otherwise I'm just somebody that can punch somebody in the face. Uh, so I, I think these are the core values that you, if you don't have it already, start working on and, and be, be true to yourself because it feels really good. And of course we're gonna stumble and fall sometimes, but we can get back up. So I'm gonna explain this. And first of all, I, I don't think this is the end all be all and it may, might not work for some of you the whole the whole reason why uh, i even started doing this was because I, I i was getting married and i i didn't have enough time and i was uh, i didn't balance the things that was important to me so I, I wanted to make a fun way of not focusing on the results but also give myself rewards for the things that matter to me outside of work. Uh, that's why, why I started this whole, whole process. And then I realized that I got really good results. And I also did things that make me feel really good about myself. So this is how it works. To have a good week, I want to achieve 100 points. And uh, for me, that was I knew I wanted to work out five times a week. Uh, and, and this, everything here on the example is, this is just what I made up. You can change this exactly how you want. Add things, you can give more points for things that are not, that you're not doing as much in your life. So for example, if you're not working out and you want to work out more, you can give more points for that. And you can, uh, for example, if you want to uh, 
uh, sit more open house and you have none, you can give yourself more, more points because that's gonna, your mind, if you're competitive, that's gonna be like, oh, I need to focus on this because I get more points. Uh, and everything here is basically, nothing here has anything to do with performance except for a couple of things, which is open escrows, for example, and sign listings. Everything else is pretty much just based on things you do in order to get what you want in life. And for me, that's very helpful because uh, when I focus too much on, you know, the results, I get sometimes discouraged and I get, it could be a negative discussion or it could be, uh, even if I'm doing very well, it could be focused on that I, I don't need to continue what I've been doing. So I, I love to focus on the things that I know eventually, as we spoke about showing up for myself, there's no like secret sauce there. If you show up for yourself long enough and you're, you're doing okay, you're going to get the results you're looking for. Right. And we, we are, we are blessed uh, when you talk, if you talk about work, we're, we're in a great environment where we have uh, all this help. Um, in personal life, I hope you have that as well. Uh, for example, I bought a, a gym card at Gold's, uh, Gold's Gym. That helped me tremendously because I see people working out that are uh, very motivated and just being in that environment helped me train a little bit harder. Um, so anyway, for me, I wanted to do 100 points and I knew one thing that is very important to me is training, taking care of myself. So I, I gave myself five points for workout and I also decided I'm gonna do this five times a week. So even if I do it six, I wouldn't give me more points. I make that decision to myself. And again, you're making the rules, but once you make the rules, as we spoke about, don't change the rules because it's easy. Uh, meditation, I know I wanted to meditate, it's quite easy, so I gave myself three points for that. Uh, reading, I, I, I read sometimes a lot, then I stop reading and, and, uh, and things like that. But this actually helps me because I know if it's Sunday and I only have 90 points, I can read 50 pages. I'm gonna learn something. I'm still gonna you know, pat myself on the back and say like, hey, I, I, I received 100 points. And it's just gonna help my life. Um, watching sunset is something that I really enjoy. And I think a lot of us are just setting goals and, and measuring things that are business related, that we don't really like sometimes even. And we, we, fill, we, we fill our life with all these tasks. And then with whatever time is left, we try to fill that with the things that we really love. And that needs to stop, I think, because there's, it's never gonna be enough time most of us here, want, we want to go to the next level, right? In our life, in our career, which means we're gonna have less time. So if we don't take time for it now, and we don't make it one of our core values, for example, to go on a walk with my wife and watch the sunsets four times a week, it's not gonna happen. And if it, if it doesn't happen now, it's not gonna happen in a year. And it's not gonna happen in two years. Same with trips, right? We're like, oh, I'm gonna go, we, we all heard our parents, like we're gonna go on this trip and that trip and some of them happened, some of them didn't happen because we got caught up with life. Uh, but you can give yourself points for that and that can help you to do these things that eventually makes you happy. 
Uh, it could be a listing. I, I'm giving myself more points for listing appointments, for example, because I want to have more listings. So this helps me uh, to focus on that. If I write an offer, I give myself five points for that. Uh, open house, five points. Day off, I should probably give myself more than five points for that. Uh, that's also something that it's, it's great, right? You should, you should take time to rest. Because we, we all know if we don't rest, we can't perform. And even if we perform, it goes back to performance and success are two different things in my mind. Like, you can perform. You can be an idiot and perform, right? But being successful and being here, like having a good, you still perform well, but you still take the time to do the things that makes you happy. And uh, yeah, so those are, those are a couple of things that I, that I use. And I would like to you to take the time now for like five or 10 minutes to write down things first, nothing job related, just type down what type of things that you have been missing in your life that you really enjoy. And also give yourself, like tell yourself how many points you're gonna, you're gonna get for that. Uh, the, whole, the whole idea here, and it, it's going to be a little bit more difficult when you do the whole thing, 100 points should be equal to a successful week. And what is a successful week for you? That's the question. For me, I know what my, what my goal is. I spent uh, hours making a playbook for myself. This is, this is what my playbook for this year. So I spend a lot of time doing this for myself. Uh, so once you spend time knowing what you want, then this is easy. You, if, you, if you want 24 listings this year and you know that you need to go to 36 listing appointments in order to get 24 listings, then you know that a listing, if it's like you work 36, 36 years out of the week, that should be 10 points, right? If I want, for example, I want to go on seven appointments a week and I give myself five points for each, I know that's about 35% of the week, right? And I know if I do that, I'm going to achieve my business goals. Uh, day off, I know that's important to me. And if, I, if I'm not doing that, which I've, I've been stupid, sometimes not doing that, which means that I show up not as rested, not as happy, and I'm, I'm not in tune with my clients or my friends, or the people I meet. So I, I'm trying, I'm doing something short term. Uh, I want a short term gain, but I, I, I go against my core values there. Uh, and those are the things to think about. Gabriella Anderson Scheiss is entering LA Coliseum. And as you can see, it doesn't look that good. Uh, the, there was new regulations for the marathon. There was only five pit stops where you can have, have water. And she missed the last one. It was a really hot day. I think it was 84 or 86 degrees. Uh, so she, anyway, she's entering the stadium and she's running. And what you can see on this picture here is here is actually, uh, what do they call those people helping out? Um, secondary or people that are helping out. And they're like looking at her because if she, she's about to die, we, they gotta stop, stop, stop her from running. But she's waving them away, don't touch me, don't touch me, because she knows if they touch her, she can't finish. She's disqualified. They see 
that she has some poor dripping sweat so she knows that she's still, still okay, she's still alive. So she's running. The last lap, I think, took her five or six minutes or something like that for four, four minutes. And eventually, she finished on the 37th place of, I think, 38 runners or something at two hours, 48 minutes and something seconds. Uh, crazy enough, that time would have gotten her a gold medal in the first four Olympics of the men's marathon. Gabriella Anderson Scheiss, she didn't medal. She didn't even, even come in the, in the top 10, but she did something that we all remember and that we all can be so proud of. And that is she finished something that she promised herself that she was going to do long after her motivation in that moment had disappeared. And uh, I want to end today with that story. Uh, I think it's remarkable. I think for you in your life, I, I hope that you show up for yourself in the same way uh, because it's a great experience. And, uh, Thank you for your time. Uh, I'll be here if you have any questions. I would love to answer them. I appreciate that you took of your valuable time to be here with me today. And that's all I got. <laughs> any questions? Yep. I always say I've been doing this a little over and on, like I said, um, and maybe six weeks or so. And, and one of the things that allowed me to do was give myself like, more kudos, actually. So because I beat up on myself, I had a failed day, but then I look at my week and I go, oh, actually, it was a successful week. Even though I failed in these three things that I said I was going to do, I didn't do the right or whatever. Like, it's like where business wasn't as good as it was, but I enriched my personal life. I was doing other healing and emotionally growing things and, and all that. And so it was, it was really like, it helped me like actually like feel better about myself. Yeah. You know, not just, you know, and it was more in the failures. It was allowing myself the times to like be mediocre and it'd still be okay without like beating myself up and putting myself into a tailspin and making yesterday's failures, today's failures, and then today's failures, tomorrow's failures, right? Because I, you know, I'm just going like, well, yesterday was a down day, you know? Yeah. But my week's still successful. And yeah. let's make it up today, you know? Like, that's what it did for me. That's awesome. When you, when you started this, did you, because now you say you track on Sunday, but when you started it, is it something that every time you did something during the day, you would... Yeah, every, every time, end of the day, I, I would do it, yeah. Uh, and I think that's a good start because it gives you that like affirmation that you're doing something right. And it gives you also permission to let go of, you know, the end result that you might not have received that day. For example, especially in business, like we have so many contacts, it's a contact sport. Uh, and if you don't get the results, you still have the results because you got the points. And that's how I see it when I go out and do, for example, prospecting. I'm successful showing up because this helps my week. So I already feel successful. I think it's a good, it's a good way to sort of celebrate the small stuff. Like I tell a lot of people when you get into business and there's like infinite ways to fail in real estate. Like things can go wrong and you're out of control. Who's a deal, who's a client. Like that stuff is going to happen to you. Yeah. And a lot of times you can't control it. 
So like I tell people, you know, celebrate the little things, like have a good appointment, write an offer. And this is kind of like the same idea, right? Yeah. Like celebrating every little thing, kind of like what you're saying too, right? Mm -hmm. You might have some failures, you might have some misses, but you got to pick yourself up and, you know, celebrate the good stuff that you've done in whatever way you want to celebrate, yeah. even if it's just to yourself, like, hey, I did a good, did a good thing today, you know, that presentation well or whatever it is. That's awesome. I mean, it's all about, uh, I forgot to say this, but it, we're doing all of this to, to, to lead a better life, to live a good life. And if we become a great person in the means that for what we, is important to us, the results, they come by itself. You don't even have to worry about that. Like if you're, if you're always showing up for yourself, you're good, right? At some, at some point, everything you want is gonna come to you. If you're really that focused on, like for example, fitness, if you go to the gym every day, you, you're gonna get results, even if you don't think of it. Also, don't you think yeah. if you're uh, happy in your life in some way that you'll just attract more stuff to you? Yeah. Just like we all know, if you're desperate for business, you're not getting the business. Yeah. You're just not. You yeah. Know, you can smell it. If you're confident and you feel good about yourself, you're gonna get business. Yeah. You know, it's the same idea. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Um, do you reward yourself like for instance if you do let's say 100 points for a week or a month do you say okay i'll go buy myself this or i'll take this vacation and never yeah uh, i think uh, that's kind of part of like even in the points i think you should have rewards in the points uh, because that should give you you should give yourself points for rewarding yourself that's how i see it so i totally agree and that was uh, and I think that's hard sometimes when we get into, for example, now I, I was still, I was deciding for long if I'm gonna take this vacation because I really, really can't go, right? Uh, like all of us. But then I said, okay, why am I even doing all of this? Like, do I work to live or do I live to work? So, and, and I think those are the things that you're gonna get challenged. So yes, you should reward yourself. And I, I should, all of us should probably get better with that. Because if, if you have that reward system, it's that's awesome. Like, why shouldn't you do things that you like? Oh, it's like you said to me the other day, you want to schedule a vacation, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Everyone here experienced that at some point? Yeah. You schedule a vacation, and all of a sudden, everybody comes out of the woodworks and wants to do deals, and you're like, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, not goddamn it, it's a good thing, but you know what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, a month ago, I was doing nothing. Now I'm going away, everyone wants to do something. That's always the way it goes, though. Any other questions, comments? Really? That's it, awesome. Thanks again, I appreciate it.